welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. My guest today is Shan Fannin. Shan is a former marketing director that left the corporate world to homeschool their son for 16 years, own a mural business, and teach art and world religion in a private school. Once her son started college, she returned to art by taking a handful of community college art classes, including life drawing and beginning painting in 2012 through 2013. She became a professional realist vehicle artist in February 2015. Hi, Shan. Welcome to Revolutionary Woman. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful, Tess. Thanks so much for asking me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I have questions, so let's get started. Um, sure. So, okay, so you were born in Long Beach, California, and grew up in mm-hmm. San Diego. Right. What, um, what was it like growing up in San Diego? Oh, it's a beautiful place. Mm. <laughs> it's so amazing. The weather, my gosh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, lots of activity, lots of, um, the wonderful thing about San Diego is that you can um, go to the beach, the mountains, and the sand, mm-hmm. uh, and do dune buggy or whatever, all in the same day. I oh, mean, I it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. We lived in a, um, a city called Escondido, which um, I've been back there since I moved away, um, Oh gosh, two times now I think oh. it's insane when you when you go home when you go uh, back home. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it yep. the trees are bigger. Things that you you know oh that that restaurant was great and now it's you know a grocery store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or oh, yeah. your school things like that. So um, yeah, it's it's changed a lot, but um, I I loved it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. That's awesome. Okay, so I read that your parents that when your parents divorced when you were young, uh, your mom got mm-hmm. permission from the state of California for you to work at the age of 12. Now, yeah. why did you have to work at such an early age? Well, my um, my dad, uh, I, I don't think he ever paid child support and um, times were really rough. My dad had a, um, he had a house painting business that went under when um, Jimmy Carter was in office. Oh, um, wow. A lot of, a lot of businesses went under and um, mm-hmm. my parents just had a lot of financial Issues. I mean, I remember my brother and I asking neighbors for canned food. Mm. Um, I remember one year coming home uh, uh, for Christmas break, walking home from school, and someone had clippings of the Christmas tree on the curb, and I, I drove mm-hmm. one home, and that was a Christmas tree that year. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so we, I learned a lot about um, appreciating what you have. And so mm. my, uh, my mom worked for a company um, that had a telemarketing section. And mm-hmm. so I, I, yeah, they got special permission. And, um, I, I worked, I, uh, I worked all through high school and everything. I worked, um, five days a week. Wow. And, um, the funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I, because, because of my mom's situation and everything, and I, you know, was putting money in the house and helping my family and everything. I always thought I was a bad student and oh. I, you know, I got a, I got a D in algebra and I thought, uh-huh. oh man, you know, I must be stupid or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, when, as, as I took a couple of community college art classes, which we'll talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. but I also took a math mm-hmm. class and I got A's in math. I thought, uh-huh. oh, yeah. wow, wait a minute. It was yeah. just because I was working as a yes. kid. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you couldn't really like, I mean, devoting, you know, it, it was like you were, um, basically cutting your time in half between working yeah. and yeah. and school and yeah. I, I mean what kind of what what kind of a job did you get at 12 years old 
Well, I did telemarketing. So my you mom's did. company. Yeah. So my mom's company that she worked for would call people and, and, and sell me. It was, um, it was for uh, portrait fittings for families. And so oh. I would do that. And uh, so I would go to school in the daytime and then, uh, and then I would work a few hours at night. Wow. Um, and then my mom, you know, would bring me home and everything. So um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was tough, but you know yeah. what? The funny thing is that it taught me so much about being frugal mm-hmm. and appre- appreciating what you have right. and, um, you know, go, there's nothing wrong with, with, you know, repurposing things or going mm-hmm. to thrift stores and, mm-hmm. and, and saving money. And so I, I learned all that. That's, you know. a, that's amazing. Time, that's amazing. Yeah. When times are rough, yeah. When times are rough, you just do what you got to do. So I so agree. I, I <laughs> so agree. Um, so do you think working at such an early age prepared you for what you would be doing in the future? I think so. I think so. I think I, I learned that um, most of the time, for most of us, life just doesn't you know, hand you things. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you really have to work at it. You have to be, uh, I, I believe you get back what you give mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and that, you know, that might be hard work. That might be a kind smile, you know, mm-hmm. helping somebody, um, mm-hmm. putting in extra effort, you know, extra hours or whatever. And right. so, um, yeah, I, I really, I really think I do. I am very fortunate where, uh, I did not go to school for mm-hmm. a degree for, for art. And so I came up through, you know, the corporate world and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I've learned things about budgeting and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, dead, deadlines and things like that, that I think a lot of other artists, that, that's something they have to learn. And so I went yeah. the other way. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So let's get into it. You are an artist and I read uh-huh. that you got into art late in high school and received a scholarship to become a special needs art teacher. But that right. never happened. I mean, can you share with me why you weren't able to pursue being a special needs art teacher? Yeah, I really wanted to do that when um, I was in elementary school. There was a school behind our elementary school for special needs kids. And I remember um, well, I used to walk to school in the morning. There was a lady that uh, she, her name happened to be Shannon also. And mm-hmm. we got to talking one day and she was a teacher at that special needs school. And I got mm-hmm. permission to go and visit. And uh-huh. I it was it was very eye opening to me. These people are incredibly loving, and society mm. sometimes can be very mean. Yes. And yeah. and um and so I in fifth grade I had learned that I could draw, which I didn't know. And huh. um yeah, and she encouraged me. She said, you know, maybe one day that might be something for therapy for for special needs folks. And so oh. I. Yeah. I, you know, I, I stopped art really until I was in high school and took some classes and I had a teacher that said, you know, you have some talent and I was mm. in some art, um, art uh, competitions. And so I did get a scholarship, which was a big surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Uh-huh. But um, right around that, right around that time, the summer after I graduated high school, I happened to meet my husband. Oh, and okay. yeah, and you know how, how love, <laughs> <laughs> love changes. We've been married 32 years now. So yeah, wow, it was good. That's amazing. Good for yeah 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 so yeah so so because we um we fell in love um i got to know his family and his family moved they were in san diego where i was Mm -hmm. they were moving to um san francisco to start a family business Mm -hmm. with another another family and so i i didn't even finish one one semester of college Mm -hmm. i just um you know, I put that on hold. So I really put art on hold for about 25 years after I graduated high school. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So you got married, moved from San Diego mm-hmm. to San Francisco, and uh-huh. worked for your husband's family business as an accounts receivable and warehouse assistant. How long right. did you work there? How long did you work for it? For um, oh, gosh. It was probably about three years, I guess. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, it was about three years, and they were they were really successful. It was a baking mix company, and they had um, 
you know, pancakes and cake mixes and things oh. like that. And I work for them. And then you know, you know how it is sometimes where you, you have a job and you just feel like I've outgrown this. Mm-hmm. That, and so I was at that point. And okay. so I, so I went out into the corporate world, you know, and I had, I had, um, background with, you know, accounts receivable and, mm-hmm. and, and working shipping things like that. So I, I, uh, went out into the corporate world and I became a, um, a, a secretary and I, uh, an executive assistant one time. And then I got into a company where I was an assistant to the marketing director, which was, I absolutely adored that mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she happened to come in one day and she said, I quit. Uh, I've got <laughs> a situation with my family and no one knew how to do her job. So I got her job, which wow. was pretty, yeah, pretty awesome. And so I, I, that was in San Francisco and I, I worked for, um, it was a, a very large property management firm and I absolutely mm. adored working, working with newspapers and men magazines okay. and it was okay. it was fun it was fun so all that led to kind of where I am today because I learned so much I you know I I worked with uh, with a lot of these property uh business owners and things like that where we put you know uh sales marketing ideas together and mm-hmm. things like that and mm-hmm. and and a lot of a lot of deadlines and things like that 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 helped where I am now so okay. yeah Right, There's so, a reason for it. Okay. And so from marketing, you and your family moved to Austin, where you ran uh-huh. a state-licensed home daycare for three years. Right. Then you and your husband both homeschooled your son for 16 years. Right. And taught art and world religion at a... Then you taught art and world religion at a private homeschool academy. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. you also had a mural business. Now, you... <laughs> I mean, I'm reading all of this, and I'm like, okay, what a busy woman. <laughs> what a busy lady. And I'm like... For, you were busy for quite a number of years. I mean, how yeah. did how did that change when your son went off to college? It was it was like culture shock, and that was one of the things I was so honored when you asked me to to talk to you because mm. I um I like a lot of women we kind of identify ourselves with our children. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for and, sure. And and you know, and you and you. So I I came from the corporate world. I was wearing business suits and you know three inch heels, and mm-hmm. I had power lunches, and I had mm-hmm. you know big bouquets of flowers from my boss to say thank you for things. And so I went from that world to okay, I'm putting all of that away, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to I'm going to raise my child. Mm-hmm. I had a home day. I had a licensed daycare so that I could be at home. Right. At one point, I, at one point, I had seven boys I was taking care oh, of, which wow. was that. That <laughs> was fun. Let me let me let me tell you that was fun. Oh um, but, That's a but, you know, myself. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl! I, uh, you know, people, people who watch our children, they really are just undervalued. I mean, really, uh-huh, it's it's uh-huh. crazy. But um, so then, you know, I I I had a home daycare and then stopped so that we could start homeschooling our kiddo. My husband's incredibly intelligent, and he wanted to make sure that we went around the world with our kiddo mm. and now uh, we 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 read we did so many games we took care of two relatives before they passed away wow. um we took care of my sister-in-law when she had back issues and, and back surgery and we oh we climbed we climbed the mayan pyramid during the school year <gasps> really? we went to japan we've oh been gosh. to boston new york and so we wanted our kiddo to um to see the world and to understand that just because you're a child doesn't mean you have to only mm-hmm. um talk to other children you can be you can be part of the world yep and so you know we did all these wonderful things for 16 years and then when our our son started college early mm-hmm. um I didn't know what to do. (laughs) I really, I really didn't. And I remember being at, it was culture shock, you know? And so Mm -hmm. my husband says, well, what, what do you want to do? Right. I honestly, I honestly didn't know. Hmm. And, um, you know, just like so many women, you know, wow, you know, I, I, I've cleaned up messes and I've taught ABCs Mm -hmm. and, you know, we've been to soccer and, Mm -hmm. you know, all these other things. And now what? Mm -hmm. And so, 
my husband recommended, uh, he says, you know, you got a scholarship a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Why don't you think about possibly going back and taking a couple art classes and so I I signed up the local community college I took one class it was Uh a design class Uh and um the teacher he could tell you know I'm 44 years old I'm like what do I do now Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and uh you know and I and I mentioned that I'd gotten a scholarship and so you know through the lessons everything the teacher says you know do what makes you happy if art makes you happy do yeah. it. Don't listen. Don't listen to anybody else, you know, yep. draw what you want, paint what you want, create what you want. And mm-hmm. so that's where it started. And wow. I, yeah. And I just, it's, it's gone since then. And oh that was gosh. in, that was in 2012. And mm-hmm. then in 20 and 2015, I decided I'm going to be a professional artist. That's amazing. Okay. So let's yeah. get into that. So you, yeah. Okay. So actually before that, I, I can so relate to you were, what you were saying about the, when your son went off to college early yeah. and then like yeah. now what now what you know because I went yeah. through the same thing when yeah my daughter went off to college I mean you know she's our only child so it was fine and and you know thank goodness there was a trip lined up already as soon as we dropped her off and my husband's like well okay we're off you know so, and <laughs> so my daughter was like you I, I didn't even unpack my luggage and you guys are already on a plane <laughs> I'm like, well, sorry, at least we can cry together, you know, leaving you. But it was so funny. I'm like, and and it literally like, oh, my gosh. Okay. And as you said, you know, it's like, here's this, you you had devoted so much time and energy to yeah. your child. And then yeah. you forget, like, you know what? Oh, wait. So now what do I do? What, what can I do? You know, but it, right. it, I think we can all, I, I think so many women can relate to that because when you devote something to to when you devote your time and energy to something that's for for a long time, then you're like, wait, that, now what can I do? <laughs> what do I yeah, do? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we kind of lose we kind of lose who we really are, mm-hmm. you yep. know. And um, yep. you know, like I said, you know, I was you know doing these power meetings yeah. and things like that, and we were traveling and that sort of thing. And right. then all that stopped, you know. And I was watching Blues Clues uh-huh. and Barney, yep. and you know, and things like exactly. that. And, 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 and teaching geography. Yeah. And, and so I had so much time devoted to him and, and I would not trade for the world. Oh, it was same. some of the most um, absolutely oh, amazing. Right. I learned so much over those years. I mm-hmm. filled in gaps in my own education, mm-hmm. but at yep. the same, at the same time, when, when our kiddos started college, I thought, okay, well, who am I? Yeah. Exactly. You know, what, what, what do I want? Right. You know, I, I, you know, I, right. I put me, I put me on hold yep. for all these years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the, the food was on the table, the house was yeah. clean, the child mm-hmm. was, you know, educated and bathed and everything. And, but who's, who am I? Right. And, right. um, and, and so I finally awesome. have gotten, I, yeah, I finally I found that out now who I am, but it took, yeah. it took a while. Oh yeah. It took a while. Oh, I'm sure. Well, you know, yeah. not that I'm sure, but I, I mean, I can, so I, I get it. So, um, yeah. Okay. So you are the founder of Artistic License Designs. Uh-huh. What is artistic license designs about? <laughs> well, in the art world, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a joke. I have a sense of humor, so no, it, in the I art love world, it, and, I love that. <laughs> in the art world, well, you you'll draw. You know, let's say you have a vase of flowers, and you kind of do it a little wonky, and so mm. I'll say, well, you know, that flower looks weird. You say, well, <laughs> I took I took our artistic license. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. oh, I kind of I kind of fudged it. It's kind of that way when I when I create my vehicles. Um, uh-huh. My husband's my husband's always saying that. So when I when I create my my paintings, no one sees my reference photo. So when we, 
usually a 99.9% of the time we take our own photos for what I work from. And so I have like an eight by 10 that I work from. And Uh so I might, I might fudge an area or I might change a color or Mm -hmm. I might add something or whatever. And my husband says, no one will ever know. And I go, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, it's artistic. It's artistic license. So thank you. (laughs) That's that's great. I love the title. Um, So as you said, you are a vehicle artist. You are. uh, So what is it about painting vehicles that attract you? And are you know, there and are there specific vehicles that you prefer to paint more than others? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, so so when I when I went back to school uh, to take a, a, an art class, I took a few more. And one of the classes that I took, I didn't get a degree at all, but several of the classes I took were um, figurative drawing. So I was in a class called life drawing, where the the models nude, and uh-huh. you are you are drawing the human body, which right. to me the, the human body is amazing. It's mm-hmm. beautiful, men and women, mm-hmm. and so. Right around that time, uh, it was 2013, my husband decided he wanted to get a vintage car. And so oh. we got a, we bought a 1961 Ford Thunderbird convertible. Uh-huh. And so my husband said, let's start going to car shows. Oh, okay, whatever. And so <laughs> I was also, at that same time, I was uh-huh. taking these drawing, I was drawing, taking these drawing classes of the human body. Uh-huh. So when we we're going to car, when we we're going to car shows and he's talking to car people, whatever, and I'm looking at the vehicles and mm-hmm. I see, I see the lines and the shadows and, and, and um, a lot of it, it's like, wow, you know, the body of a car is a lot, a lot like a body of a human being, you know, wow. with, you know, there's hard angles and there's soft angles and things like that. And so that to me, if I could draw a person, uh-huh. I thought, well, maybe I can, maybe I can draw a car or whatever. So we went to, uh, went to a car show one day and I was kind of bouncing that back in my head. Mm-hmm. And my husband said, my husband says, why don't you try? Why mm-hmm. don't you try? And so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll humor him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I found this orange GMC truck. I absolutely love orange. And so I, okay, whatever. And so I, I bought some inexpensive paints and I came home and I, I got a canvas and I painted it and I absolutely loved it. Oh, and, wow. and my husband, will, but my husband, I hate that painting now. It's like, oh <laughs> God, it's so ugly, but it hangs in our, it hangs in our dining room as a reminder from my husband says, you should always look back at where you were to see how far you've come. I so agree. I so you know, and so I we will never be able to get rid of that because I when especially when I'm in a moment where I am I'm doubting myself Mm -hmm. and we 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 all do it no matter Mm -hmm. how good you get you're still going to doubt yourself sure of course and yeah yeah, and so when I when I get to those moments and I'm very frustrated I I, I'm a very big advocate of taking photos of work while I'm working on it so that when I can go back and say oh but I was here and now look where you are Mm -hmm. yep and so and so that so that's the case so. When uh, when I painted that first car, that was in fall of 2014, and mm-hmm. by uh, by February of that next year, I decided this is what I want to do when I grow up. That's so, so cool. <laughs> that's so cool. So, could yeah. you? I mean, do you think that that was your aha moment of when you said, think, "Okay, you know, I think there's something here, and I should pursue it." Yeah, okay. yeah, I think so. When I was when I was taking um, life drawing classes, um, my favorite medium was working with soft pastels, so mm. um, like a chalk, expensive chalk, right? Mm-hmm. And I love I love smearing the paint or the the, the pastels and getting um, just very unusual angles. And I was I'm a very messy painter, a mm-hmm. very messy artist, and I love that abstract side of it. And so when I when I paint vehicles. Uh-huh. Part of part of the trick of painting a vehicle is actually painting abstract areas because when you look out in the world and you see a reflection on a car or mm-hmm. a mirror or whatever, it's it's you know it's abstract. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so that kind of that kind of prepared me. So that, I guess that would be my aha moment. Mm. I I I thought, hey, I could I could probably do this. Yeah, 
So, um, wow. yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay, so um, as you mentioned, you are, at, by February of 2015, you became a professional realist vehicle artist. Now, I've never right. even known... Uh, you know, someone who actually did this. So I was just like <sighs> blown away when I, and I went to your site and I'm like, whoa, these are <laughs> really awesome. And Thanks. and what I thought was so interesting was that you didn't get a degree in community college, but you took the courses, like you said. And, right. you know, and then you decided not to pursue an art degree because you wanted to let the easel be your teacher. I love that. So, right. I mean, I think that's awesome. But where did you, where did that confidence come from? And did that happen when you took those courses and felt that you were this artist all along and just wanted to see where it would take you? Well, I I don't know if I have lots of confidence. I'm a little bit. I like I said like I said a lot of artists will go um, from high school right into college into art school, and I went the other way. I went mm. business first, right. then art, and I think that really helped. Um, like I said, get where I am because I realize art is a business. It mm. really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a juggling act. We have to, you know, find inspiration and we have to come back and create. We have to get that art back out into the world. We have right. to uh, encourage other artists, other, you know, other folks in our community. We have to sell. We have mm-hmm. to market. And so there's a lot involved in that. Right. And, um, yeah, and I, you know, like I said, I, I, I decided I didn't want to take – I didn't want to go uh, – back to school and, 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 and get a degree, even mm-hmm. though I did get a scholarship, I thought, you know, I'm at a point right now in my life where I'm in my mid forties. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've got enough business under my belt. I mm-hmm. really just want to learn. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think, you know, I actually read a, a two piece article for a magazine quite a while ago that was about that, that one, one piece of it was people who were in the military or, or raised a family or had the corporate world first mm-hmm. and then became artists. And then the other side that were artists needing to learn the business side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. I think what I found, I think what I found with art is that it's really what you've created. It's not your background, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, it really, it really is. And there are some, some industries are like that. My husband is in, um, in the computer industry and, mm-hmm. You know, he's got a lot of education under his belt, and and um, but then there's folks who come out of college, and what they learn in college now is obsolete, and right. so they're have right. you know what I mean, yeah. and so that industry is the same where it's really what you know, mm. um, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for the road that I took, and I don't know if I would be where I am now if I had actually continued with college. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and huh. That's interesting because I I get it, you know, because you went from, you kind of took the other approach, which is yeah. you went through all of the business and uh, because in a way, like I mean, you needed that in order to yeah. become a business person and an artist. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So yeah. can you share, um, can you share a story about having one of your paintings displayed at the Austin Bergstrom International Airport and yes. what resulted from that experience? Yeah, that was my my first, oh my gosh, I can do this as a li- for a living. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, um, Austin, Austin Bergstrom Airport, is, it's a pretty big place. We actually have international flights now. Austin is grown so much it's mm-hmm. it's insane yeah. but um i was uh i was offered a chance to have one of my paintings at the airport and uh so i had a four foot by five foot chevy truck i think it was a 1949 chevy truck bright red wow. displayed at the airport it uh, displayed at the airport and you know how it is i mean there's so many people walking through uh-huh. the airport uh-huh. and 
I was contacted by somebody that was going to be, um, they owned a company that uh, auctioned off to classic cars. And so they saw my work. They asked me if I would like to have a solo show in um, Florida at Amelia Island, which is, I believe it's the second largest, most famous car show in the United States. It's, wow. it's, um, it's amazing. And so they, you know, they took, I think it was like 15 of my paintings and they flew me out there and, and I oh, got to, cool. yeah. And then I was just like, you know it's it's the funny thing about artists especially women artists like oh she's so cute she's Mm -hmm. playing Mm -hmm. art you Mm -hmm. know and Mm -hmm. i I hate to say it that way but we are we Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are treating women are treated like that it's like no oh yeah yeah, no no this is a profession i'm serious about this this is what i want to do and so when that moment happened and I was out there and I was meeting people and they were looking at my art, and I thought, this is incredible. I want to do this for a living. Mm. And, um, and during the uh, Amelia Island event, it happened to be the 50th year of Lamborghini uh, vehicles. Um, they were celebrating their Mira, which is a, an incredible car. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a gentleman that was being awarded by Lamborghini out there. He had a, um, a bright green Lamborghini Miura and he oh, happened wow. to be see he came in and he saw my work and uh-huh. I didn't I didn't meet him the first time and he came back the next day he handed me a roll of cash he says uh-huh. I want you to do I want you to do a painting of my car I thought, oh my god wow pinch me somebody pinch me <laughs> <laughs> and crazy. so yeah and I was so incredibly thankful. And he actually, he calls me every now and then. we still talk. Aww. And, and um, that was in 20, that was in 2016. So I'd only be in a professional artist a year wow. when that happened. And, um, oh my gosh, that's amazing. yeah, it was, it was so incredible. And he still has that car. And I still love Aww. it. But um, yeah. And so that, that really solidified for me. This is not a joke. I am mm-hmm. not playing at this. This is what I was meant to do. And I, you know, I waited all, you know, 25 years or whatever to get to that point. And so um, I'm just so incredibly thankful for that. But none of that wouldn't happen if I hadn't submitted my art. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm always encouraging. I'm encouraging, especially women artists. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. we're, we're, you know, I don't want to make waves. I don't want to mm-hmm. be pushy or anything. And and sometimes you just got to be your own voice. You got to, you got to, you know, get out there and, and, and be confident in who you are mm-hmm. and your abilities yeah. and, 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 and just, you know, show the world. So I love that. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, Shan, your, your work's been displayed in various galleries, such as Shane Gallery in Montreal, Canada, uh-huh. Signet Contemporary in Chelsea, England, Western Art in Dallas, Texas, Sugar Lift uh-huh. in New York, um, just to name a few. Now, were people surprised to know that it was a woman who painted them or was that oh, yeah. not your experience? Oh no! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Actually, it was funny when I was taking when I was taking um, drawing classes um, at the community college. There was another woman artist mm-hmm. who who painted um, she painted women actually, uh-huh. and she I remember her changing her signature because she wanted people to guess if she was a man or a woman. Wow! And, um, it kind of and it kind of made me mad uh-huh. at the point that uh-huh. why. Why, why should it? we have to? Yeah, yeah, and and so uh, part part of me. Mm, fought it because mm-hmm. like I don't want to do that so I I sign my painting Shan and I've had mm. several times where I've gone to um, an, an event and I'm so sorry I thought you were a man I know you did <laughs> you know I, I know you that. thought I was a man I'm not I you know I'm not gotcha. I'm a woman <laughs> yeah know. but you know funny thing is I've met male artists who paint flowers or mm-hmm. draw mm-hmm. children or mm-hmm. whatever you know it's like you know women used to not be doctors and yep. now 
There's yeah. no problem with a, a woman being a doctor or a man being a nurse, you know, right. or a, a man working at a, a daycare facility. So right. the world right. is the world is changing. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm seeing women women are changing. They're starting to find their own voice. And that, I'm such a big advocate for encouraging other women to, um, you know, you 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 you've helped others, you've helped your family, you've helped yeah. your children or whatever. Now help yourself and do something kind for you mm. and, and be proud of who you are and find your own voice. I love that. So are there a good number of women who are vehicle, realist vehicle artists like yourself? I no. mean, no. Okay. So I guess no. <laughs> you can, so you can count would, it on your, on, on your one hand. Well, basically. I mean, there's, there's so in the United States, um, there's uh, I I would guess there's probably about ninety nine percent of the world's artists that do vehicles are men. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, and the thing, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like it's like it's like race cars. You know, right. you think oh, uh, you know, Mario Andretti, yeah. you know, or you know, or Hamilton mm-hmm. or Verstappen, or you think men, but you don't think women. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so so when there is a woman, it's like you know, if always always there's a doubt. Oh, you know, they just threw her in there because uh-huh. she's a girl. You know, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. And we have to. We I honestly. Think we have to work twice as hard oh yeah um, for sure you know women artists we don't make anywhere near as much i, I think the last time i saw something was like 70 cents 80 cents on the dollar oh, um gosh. the the top 10 artists in the united states nine of them are men as mm-hmm. far as as far as how much money they make mm-hmm. um women are you know we're not included usually uh they think of uh, women artists in this museum it's always men you mm-hmm. know and so mm-hmm. um and so i would say probably in my industry probably at least 99 percent are are men but mm. that is changing yeah. um there's women i actually wrote them down because i forget some of their names but um there's some there's four that i absolutely adore in the united states as uh, cheryl kelly sue Steele, Lori lockwood and bobby cruz and i include i i i, I feel honored that I'm with these women but they're all that's awesome just like me yeah they're just like myself where they've all taken care of family and, mm-hmm. and things like that and they're we're all around the same age in their 40s and 50s that um this is what we we want to do and it's it's very surprising you know it's like you'll see a, a woman architect it's like whoa mm-hmm. you know women don't women don't draw you know mechanical <laughs> things or whatever and it's like yeah, yeah we can we yeah. can we can do this too we can be serious at this and so right. um yeah I love I love I love it when I sign my name Shan because they're like, I don't know, is that a guy or a girl? <laughs> keep <laughs> yeah. them guessing. I, like, no. I love that. Yeah, keep them, keep them guessing. And I yeah. love it. I just mm-hmm. love it when they find out that I'm a woman and, and they're, it's almost like they're even more impressed. Like, I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm thankful I, for that. I, I love that because you are creating your own, Yeah, th- that's your identity, but it's also like, you know what? who cares whether you're a man or a woman you're you're right. an artist you know you're an right. artist you just happen right. to be a woman <laughs> you say right it doesn't take anything away from that so right. if anything right. it's it kind of it I, I love that because you're really solidifying who you are you know and right. you don't have to be um you, you know you, you're not really um you're not making waves if this is who you are and that's you know that this is your work and it yeah, should just yeah. be about your work and you, of course. But, you know, if your work is out there, you know, why should you be subjected to um, a stereotype, right? Exactly. <laughs> so. exactly. And I, I absolutely agree. And and like I said, there's uh, women artists are starting to change. The way, and I think women creatives in general, we're, we're starting to change. I mean, you see actresses and singers and 
you know, dancers and things of like that. But um, in my world of, of you know, uh, 2D art or even 3D art, um, women are starting to support one another. So you're seeing um, there's there's exhibitions now, women painting women, mm-hmm. and um, and you're and you're starting to see more women's work in museums or or collections and mm. and um, you know, at Christie's and, and and Sotheby's and things like that. You're starting to see more women creative. Uh, work there but um, it's taken a long time and I'm hoping mm-hmm. you know we're just paving the way just like you know people like you know Lynn St. James or mm-hmm. uh, Jesse Combs or whatever women yeah. in those industries pave right. the way for race car drivers or yeah. designers I hope right. to be you know help other other generations you know that's get awesome. out there and, and and do it too so that's really yeah. cool so so can you mention a time when you thought you needed to do something that could affect your life and others Oh gosh, all the time, all the mm. time. I mean, when I, it's funny when I, when I apply to a show and I get into a show, I've, I've, I have some friends that are very, very shy about uh, creatives that are very shy about in, in trying new things. And mm-hmm. so I'm you know, you got to get out there. You got to, you got to do it. Like I, I, I don't know if I mentioned on before, but I am, um, my mom passed away when um, in 2001 and she was oh, uh, morbidly obese. She lost both of her legs. Yeah. And so, oh. I decided, I decided when I lost my mom, she was only 52 and I'm 53 now, which last year was hard, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hard year. but um, I decided, you know what, I have to start doing something for myself. And so I started training, I started running. And so oh, I wow. am right now, right now I'm training for half marathons, 31 through 35. Oh my God. And I've, yeah. And I've done six marathons too. So I, <gasps> um, yeah, amazing, and so when, yeah. And so, yeah, thanks. I actually, I ran this morning. My legs are killing me, <laughs> but but, but, but sometimes when we do things, you don't know who you are going to be inspiring. Right. You know, right. and, um, you know, it, it, it's funny. I was, I was listening to something this morning and a gentleman was saying, you know, we all have adversity. We all have things that we go through in life that just suck. And so uh, he encouraged, he said something that I thought, oh, that is so impactful. He encouraged you to take a piece of paper and write down the hardships you're going through in life. Mm-hmm. And then go set, and then go to somebody that you really adore, you really admire, and then ask them to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then switch lists. And then mm-hmm. switch lists. And you look at their problems and you think, wow, I mm. thought I had it. I thought I had challenges in life. No, I want my list back, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And so and so you never know what someone else is going through. So if you are, if you're in, in a place where you are, you know, struggling with something or whatever, you have no idea how many people you might be encouraging to, yes. you know, change their own path and, right. and, and, and stop, maybe stop feeling down and do something about where they are. And mm. so um, I think that happens all the time. So, you know, if I get into a magazine or I don't get into a magazine, I've had it happen where I've posted something to, you know, publicly or whatever. Oh man, I really wanted this one thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, um, like in 20, 2017, I uh, was one of 13 artists around the world, which was huge to possibly get a residency in Paris, oh, wow. France for a month. <gasps> and incredible. I, I was I wanted it so uh, bad, uh-huh. so bad, and uh-huh. they gave it to a they gave it to a poet. The poet was amazing, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah. Oh. And my husband, you know, I was like, ah, oh, I'm so mad at myself. I let myself down. And my husband mm-hmm. said, you were one of thirteen. What are you talking <laughs> about? You know. And so yeah. just the fact that just the fact that I got out there and tried, yes. and 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 I put. And the funny thing is, I posted it online. I was so upset with myself. I said, you know. I was one of 13. I guess, I guess I could be happy. And people, what are you talking about? That's huge. Yeah. And so that encourages and encourages others. And I think it also is important to show others that we can be vulnerable oh, yeah. and that we're only, sure. we're only, we're only human and that we fail too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, 
And, um, and, and that's, um, to me, to me being a, a woman in my fifties now, I, I get kicked down. I mean, I still get, you know, I actually, I applied to a big magazine. I didn't get in yesterday. I thought, Oh, I'm so mm. mad at myself. I thought, you know what? Okay. I dust stuff myself and mm-hmm. I get right back at mm-hmm. it. You just get right back at it. And so. you know what? You don't know what's around the corner either. Right. right. I mean, right. this may not have been the right I mean, who knows what the reasons are, what the reasons are, but, you know, yeah. you have to look at it like, okay, may, if not this, then there's got to be, maybe there's another opportunity, right? Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, it, it's funny because I, I do the same, like, you know, I oh, can't believe I didn't do it. And so yeah. my husband would be like, um, you know, it's actually <laughs> not that bad. And you really right? should just like, you know, do you know what you've accomplished so far? And I'm like, but exactly. you forget, you forget. You know, you do. Uh, it's like we all should. I, I mean, I, I know I probably have short term memory in terms of like how much I've done, you know, yeah. and look back. And I think we all do that because like, well, you know, it'd be great. It's like, yeah, OK, babe. but maybe, you know, I mean, for me, I think maybe the universe is just telling me I'm not ready yet or maybe it's right. not my time yet. You know, and right, right. I, that I, I kind of like, OK, so we just keep going. So next. Right. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you never know. And you never know that one thing that you got turned down from might be mm-hmm. opening that door and giving you time and the creative energy to do something amazing. Right. And you right. look back and you know, you know how they always say where you look back on your life and go, Oh, well, if I had done that, then I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to do that, you know, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. And so I'm very thankful for that. And so I, I'm, I'm a real big um, advocate for, you know, being honest mm. and, and just, and then sharing and encouraging and, you know, we all have those times where we, we get down, but it's like, hey, yeah, I understand you're upset, but mm-hmm. that next great thing could be right around the corner. Right. And exactly. just keep, just keep, and just keep at it. And I think too, the showing success, becoming successful is when you do get kicked down repeatedly and you still get back up. Yep. Yep. For you sure. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So Shan, is there someone you would credit for where you are now? Oh, probably my husband. <laughs> he, it's, you know, it's funny. It's all his fault because we, <laughs> oh, we, we don't, so when we, when we first got married, like I, I was, you know, I was marketing director. I was working mm-hmm. for this big corporation. I was making really good money. And uh-huh. then we, we, we stopped, we, we lived on one income for well over 20 years and mm-hmm. that's really hard living yeah. in San Francisco and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And, um, so when I went back to school and, and I mentioned to my husband, you know, I, I think I want to, I want to be an artist. He has just been my biggest cheerleader mm-hmm. ever. Um, and, awesome. and like he said, like with your husband, you know, Hey, Hey, you've come far, yep. you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself, mm-hmm. get back at it. Yeah. And, um, and, and two, you know, I, um, with the pandemic, I found myself, I'm a very, um, uh, I'm somebody who just, I call myself my emotional marshmallow because I just suck in, you know, any, any bad stuff or good stuff <laughs> around me. I just, I, I'm <sighs> just that person. And so, um, with the world being the way it was, I, I found myself not as inspired and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So he's been, he's been very gentle. My husband's mm-hmm. been very gentle with encouraging me to get back in the studio and, and, you know, do whatever that makes me happy. And, um, I'm so, I'm so thankful for him. So he's, he's okay. Like I said, we've been, we've been married 32 years. So (laughs) I, I I guess I'll keep, I'll keep him. I think you'll keep him. Okay. I'll keep him. He's a keeper. (laughs) So, okay. So going forward, what Uh are your personal goals or is there something you haven't yet done that you would like to do? Uh, well, I, I really want to be, um, I want to be one of the best women artists in my industry in the world. I really, I really want that. I really want that. Um, 
I want to prove that women can can be right up there just like with men. I want to be able to make enough money mm-hmm. where I can support support my husband. He's he's giving back so much to me. Um, mm-hmm. he's got some health he's got some health issues, and I would love to be able to, uh, you know help him as he gets ready for retirement and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to be on the cover of maybe Motor Trend or Road and Track or one of those. I was in uh, Motor Trend in Korea, which was amazing, but I'm, wow. I'm working hard. I want to I be one in the United States, too. Oh, sure. um, I'd, love to, I'd love to be on the cover of um, Fine Art Connoisseur or... Um, mm. Yeah, uh, American Art Collector. I want to be on the cover. I'm actually very excited. Next month in October, I'm going to be an American Art Collector. I think seven of my paintings oh, are going wow. to be in it. So I'm in the magazine, but it's like, ah, one day I want to be on the cover. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible, though. Yeah, that's yeah thank you. So, yeah, but I um, I would like to, uh, I want to go out to um, Pebble Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been to um, Goodwood Festival of Speed, so that is um, where folks with uh, amazing race cars or vintage cars come from all over the world and they show them off and so my husband and I went there in 2016 and I photographed that's one thing we do now is because because of the pandemic we haven't been able to but every mm-hmm. other year we usually take a trip abroad mm-hmm. but we went to, we went to Italy we've been to Japan we've been to UK mm-hmm. and then we photograph and so it's a vacation but it's not a vacation because uh-huh. I, yep. work, I work too uh-huh. and then I bring that home and so um, I would love to be able to show my work in uh you know pebble beach or or in goodwood and you know have people go wow you're a girl that's amazing (laughs) yes i am that's awesome (laughs) one day i think i'm really like i said you know i'm a runner now and Mm -hmm. i it's funny (laughs) because when my mom passed and i started i started for the 5k which you know at the time i was you know someone who lived on the couch you know and so 5k (laughs) was a lot and then i worked up to it i worked up to a 10k and then i did a a leg of uh six miles um in a marathon with some other ladies and then i i worked to a half marathon in a marathon so i when i got i told myself one day i said i'm i'm gonna do five marathons and 20 halves and everybody i knew thought i was insane (laughs) and so Uh like that's so much running it's so crazy and you know i had no no trainer or anything i thought okay i'm gonna eat right and this and that and then i got to the point i did all that and i thought okay well, yeah. now what? And now mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm I'm still going. Mm. So, uh, yeah. And so I really believe in goals. I think um, it gives us something to wake up to. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. they say sometimes when, when people retire that yeah. um, they just give up on life. I never want to be that person. Yeah, um, for sure. I yeah. always want to be, I always want to be somebody where I, if I'm not painting, I'm gardening, I'm volunteering, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, helping somebody. Um, I, I volunteered at the animal shelter for six months. I mm. adored that. And then the pandemic happened. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. But giving back, giving back, and, and it, I think it wakes us up in the morning. It gives us something to look forward to. It gives, mm-hmm. us, a pur- gives us a purpose. I love and, that. And, um, yeah, keep, keep at it. I love so. it. And so yeah. what are your goals for artistic license designs and the community you're involved in? Um, I want to, I want to help women. I actually, before the, right before the pandemic, I was really seriously thinking about doing some kind of a um, marketing, uh, something to help women artists mm-hmm. with the business, with the business side uh-huh. of art. Uh-huh. Um, it's really scary in our industry to take your portfolio into a gallery or to, um, a magazine or to a venue and, and put your, I mean, artists, you know how it is. Mm. Your, your podcast, your podcast is who you are. It's part mm-hmm. of who you are. Right. Well, with an artist, an artist, when I paint a car or a motorcycle or whatever, and someone says something negative, it's like, okay, 
should I take that personally? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, know? Sure. Yeah. you know, and uh-huh. so, and so that's, and so that's very hard to do. So I really wanted to do, and I think I still want to, I want to put something together where I can either do it online or mm-hmm. whatever, give some seminars, something to help women artists to get out there and to um, look, that, that's another thing is to look at male artists that are in your, in your genre. Mm-hmm. I, I did this a couple years ago where I looked at my portfolio and I looked at my talent versus other men in my industry uh-huh. and their talent and how much they were making and how much I wasn't making. Mm. Wow. And, and I thought, you know, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I should be charging less. Right. Just oh, because, yeah. you know, that's not fair. Yeah. And so the funny, the funny thing is, is that I turned around, I really took some, a hard look at what I was making and I raised my prices and I started selling more work. That's amazing. And I, and it's so weird. It's, you know, I, I had someone in the industry, oh, you need to cut your prices in half. I thought, no, I don't. I work no. so hard yeah. On, yeah. What, on what I do. And mm-hmm. I work very large. A lot of times I, I you know, I work on a five foot painting or whatever. That's, that's oh, a wow. good size. Yeah. And that takes me, you know, between two, two and four weeks to paint. That's right. a long time. Right. And why, and why should you, why should you settle? Right. I mean, right. this, this you, is, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a business. Do, yeah. But how many of us, how many of us do that? How many of us, mm-hmm. when we're in the corporate, we're corporate world and we're, you know, working our tail off, we're still not making the same yep. amount of money, yep. you know, and we might, yep. we might even be putting in more time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, and that's yeah, not, and, and, it's and balancing, not balancing, you know, especially if you're a mom and a working oh, person. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you're still getting, yeah, you're not getting compensated, you know, no. for that. It's like, no. or given extra, but you know, so that, yeah. yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge issue for sure. It is. It is a huge issue. And so I, I really feel like women are, are we're at that turning point where we're mm-hmm. starting, starting to see our value and starting yeah. to speak up, starting to speak up and, I, I love it when other women encourage one another. I'm, I'm uh, actually on a uh, accountability texting group with some other women artists, and we all have our highs and lows. We, we got each other through the pandemic. I, I don't know what I would have done without them, but, mm. you know, one of them, one of them just recently had a, um, a cancer scare. Another oh. one has uh, issues with a child and things mm. like that. And so we've, we're all there, not only supporting each other as moms and mm-hmm. women, but, but artists, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and trying to encourage each other that we do have value and that we are uh, worthy um, of, of self-care and, 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 and things like that. And so I'm, yeah. I'm really big on, yeah, That's women, fun. we got this. Yeah. We got this. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. So I, I, you know, I have to um, go back a little bit. So I'm, I was, I wanted to ask you about this quote from your site and, um, so let me read it. It says, to me, what we drive are more than appliances to get us from point A to point B. They are right. mobile sculptures that reflect who we truly are. They right. give a hint of our cultural background, financial status, and personality. By interviewing owners, photographing, photographing and then painting these vehicles, I capture a bit of these personalities onto canvas. I create visual stories of that first motorcycle in high school, the classic family car that was driven on vacations, or the Italian sports car that we dream owning, or we dream of yeah. owning. Vehicles are a subject that we can all relate to. No matter our differences, we all have a story that revolves around a car, motorcycle, or airplane. I love yeah. the quote, but uh, and and not but. I mean, do you see that reaction of nostalgia or a connection to your paintings from the people who I see do. your work? Yeah. 
I do. I love, I love, well, that, that was one of the things that got me started, you know, paying that orange truck so long ago is that mm. we were going to shows, you know, and, you know, you look at somebody's car, you know, you walk up and that, yeah. you know, that's, their, <laughs> that's their, that's their baby, you uh-huh. know, or, Ooh, you know, Oh, I like those wheels. Oh, thanks. I just got those. Yeah, or, oh yeah. True. You know, it was in the shop or, Oh yeah. You know, I, I had this, I had one of these when I was in high school and yeah. ah, I sold it when I went in the military and mm-hmm. that, you know, now I'm retired. I have another one, but mm-hmm. not just, not just, not just here in, in, in the United States or North America, but all mm-hmm. over the world. Oh yeah, you know, you know, yeah. the, they might see they might see a train or, mm-hmm. or a, a scooter or, or an airplane or whatever, and then makes it uh, makes an impact. And so, I, honestly, I really believe that no matter where we are in the world, mm. no matter our religion or age or whatever, a vehicle has has you know brought joy to us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so, um, I hope that when I bring some of that onto canvas, that that inspires folks or you know brings back some of that nostalgia or those good memories. And Lord knows we all need a little bit of happiness yeah. every now and then. So yeah. Sure. And not only that, and, and not only that, it really makes people want to talk, yeah. you know, um, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I am a very big fan of Chrome. I do love Chrome on old cars, but mm-hmm. I'm, hypercars and supercars and i'm really big fan of, of f1 mm. and um seeing those vehicles is like wow <laughs> but you know i i have that same connection and passion with people on the other side of the planet mm-hmm. you know so no, no matter our differences we can say hey that's an amazing race let's talk about it or that was an amazing vehicle right let's talk about it right. you know and now with the, the future that well, things are going electric cars and i think mm-hmm. my that's another thing that i you know uh, i've had a lot of people talk about well, what do you think the vehicles mm-hmm. that you're painting right now are mm-hmm. those going to be you know gone mm-hmm. one day and and the only thing that's left over is, you know, maybe that picture that you painted mm-hmm. of, you know, that, that vehicle, because those aren't on the road anymore. Right, right. So, so huh. yeah, um, yeah, so really I love, cool. I love that, that, I love that vehicles have a connection with everybody, so. That's really cool. Okay, yeah. so, um, huh, so is, if anyone wanted to know more about artistic license designs, mm-hmm. um, or about you, how would they go about it? Um, they can check out my website. It's under shanbannon.com. Um, I, on my website, I just go by art by Shan and my artistic license. I, I, I most people know me by Shan, so, okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but on, on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, I'm just Shan Fannin's S H A N and then Shannon.com. And, um, yeah. So, and like I said, I, uh, besides your podcast, I'm very thankful to be on. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to be an American art collector and, uh, automobilia magazines coming up next month. Wow, I love that. So what would you say to someone who might be interested in becoming a professional creative? What would I, what would I say? Mm -hmm. Just, oh gosh, there's so many wonderful people out there who are willing to help. Um, I, like I said, I took a few classes at community college, but I also was really big on going to the library, reading Mm -hmm. a lot of books, Mm -hmm. watching a lot of YouTube. There's Mm -hmm. some amazing creators on there and that's all free. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing, another thing, uh, getting to know another artist uh, in your industry, or maybe I, I don't follow a lot of vehicle artists, just for the fact I find that um, if I, if I see another vehicle artist, their technique, I might want to use that same technique and I try not to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't really do that, but I do encourage and I follow a lot of realist artists that, you know, do portraits or landscapes or still lives mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, and we all kind of have the same problems, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And so I will follow them. I'll ask them questions. I'm, I'm right now at the point it was, I actually had a pinch me moment last week, a lady that is 
really, really off the charts great in her in her industry of, of uh, painting people was asking me about galleries oh, wow. and asking me some other things. And I thought, wait a minute, this lady is like <laughs> off, the, off the charts good. And she's asking my advice. What? I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so and so I think that um, when you get to that point in your life where you're like, you, you've been at it for a while, it's your responsibility to turn around to people who are not there yet and mm-hmm. to help them. And mm-hmm. that's just how it goes, especially like I said, with women artists. And, you know, that was a woman artist and I, I want to help others. So, um, but yeah, find somebody who you can maybe be, um, an apprentice to ask questions. Maybe Mm -hmm. you can, you know, help clean up their studio and they can help, you know, with art lessons, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, so if, if you're somebody who is wanting a degree, by all means, go get it. But in the art industry, you know what, sometimes just putting in the time and the effort and Mm -hmm. work, Mm -hmm. that is your greatest teacher. So, okay. So if you had one thing to change that you wish you had done years ago, what would it be? Stop listening to everybody else. Ah, (laughs) Stop doubting yourself. Stop doubting yourself and, and, um, and realize that you're worth it. And Mm. not, you know, that mistake you make today is not going to affect you. You're going to learn from that mistake that you made at that easel or that thing that you said that, you, you know, didn't get you in that gallery or whatever. You learn from that, you take that information and you go forward, Um, you know, and, and we can all be that way, you know, gee, I shouldn't have said that, but I learn and next time I won't make that same mistake. And so, uh, yeah. And, and stop doubting, stop doubting yourself. You know what? The other people, by the end of the day, they're not going to be creating what you're creating. You were responsible for that and, and um, yeah, and own what you, what you do and enjoy what you do. That's awesome. And and one last thing is, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, (laughs) You're going to get an A in math one day. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. You're not not as bad at at algebra as you thought you were. (laughs) And And that's really so funny because... You know, I mean, like you said, you didn't finish college, you know, and, no. and then, you know, you go into take college cor- or I mean, courses afterwards and you're like, huh, I guess. Wow. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> I guess I could do so this. Fun. It was so funny because and I was, I remember taking the classes and my teacher's like, wow, you know, you're one of my best students. I said, wait a minute, me, I'm the girl, I'm the girl that got a D in Spanish, which is funny. So my, my kiddo, when we, when we, were, we were homeschooling, uh-huh. we were going to a one, we were going to a one day academy and our kiddo needed to take a foreign language. And so uh, he took Spanish. I thought, well, I can take Spanish too. I got way better grades when we took it for two years together. And, and, I, and I got a D, I got a D when I was in high school, but I was working all these hours. Yeah. I wasn't putting in the work right you know and that's right. a, and that's another thing too when when you when you're younger you there's so much about the world you don't know mm-hmm. and you don't you and you're not as serious I think when you go back to school later or when you pick up you yep. know like I said when you when you raise your children and you you've learned all these things over the years mm-hmm. and then you decide okay now I'm going to put myself first you have yeah. all that experience in your backpack right and now you can just go forward yeah and um yeah, and you're a lot more serious, and that's and that's where I am now, and um, mm. that's why you know any of these ne- empty nesters like like you and I are, mm-hmm. where we're we're putting ourselves first. You know what? You are worth it, and and just do it. Whatever it is you want to do, you want to go back to school, you want to learn the you know language, an instrument, you want to travel, you want to lose weight, whatever. Do whatever makes you happy. You know, you you help the world, not help yourself. I love that. Oh my gosh, Shan. Yeah. Thank you so much for your stories yeah. and for, you know, sharing your life and your work with us. 
um, yeah. with me and my listeners. And, and, you know, I love, you know, how you went from basically like, you know, going from a, a bit of some, a bit of school and then not, and then going into corporate, um, corporate world and then art, um, which really was probably your first love anyway. And then, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, <laughs> and then like, it's a whole, it's a, it's a big circle. It's basically like you went back to, Maybe. I mean, is that true? Like you kind of went back to the beginning, which is, you know. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. I, you know, I like I said before, I did not know I could draw. I was in fifth grade and I had a science fair mm. and I, I wanted to do it on insects. And I drew a, um, I drew a grasshopper. I saw one and I wow. thought, okay, I can draw. And my teacher says, wow, you, you're really good. Cause ah, whatever. <laughs> and then when I got in high school, when I, when I got in high school, took an art class and my teacher says you have talent and and I never knew that I could do those things I never thought that one day yeah I would one day I would you know have a really great job and I would raise my family and everything and then I I would start all over Mm -hmm. and do something completely new for Mm -hmm. me and um there's so many women I think that we you know, we're at that point in our lives where it's like, well, now what? Yeah. What do I go? Yeah. What am I going to do now? You know, I, right. I'm, you know, in my, my, you know, late thirties, forties, whatever. And I have the rest of my life. What do I want to do? Right. And I think that's, it's very important for us to sit down and with our loved ones too, but in our own heart and mind, what, what am I good at? What mm-hmm. could I do? How can I help others and myself? There you go. And, um, yeah. and so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that what I can share with others, other women, especially is that, um, you can do anything. Yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta believe that you can, you, you, yeah. you, you can do it. So I love it. Thank you so yeah. much. And, and, yeah. you know, you really like, you know, you have taught me, um, a, you know, a lot about, Basically, well, I didn't know anything about um, being a, vis- a vehicle, a realist vehicle artist, um, uh-huh. but more so, you know, taking the time to really finding yourself and then realizing, huh, guess what? I guess Sorry. I. Dog. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, I have a that's very okay. big. Can you tell I have a very big dog? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's so funny. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, but, you know, uh, it, I think it just stems from you really going back to yourself and finding yeah. what really um, inspires you and motivates you daily. Yeah, ab- you know? absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I am so thankful for where I've been and where I plan on going. So yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, I look forward to um, hearing more about your journey and new initiatives, new art, and please keep me, you know, please keep me posted. And I, I look forward to hearing more from you. Um, so with that, have a good day and I will speak with you soon. Thank All you right. so much. It was a pleasure. It was an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you. Have a good one. Bye. You too. That's our show for today. I've posted more information about Shan Fannin on RevWoman.com. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll tune in every Thursday for another episode of Revolutionary Woman. You can listen to Revolutionary Woman on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Just a little note. I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman.